It's time for the Showtime and Timberwolves Show with your hosts, Paladino Joey and the People's Champ, Vince Germano. Welcome to the Showtime and Teewolves podcast. I am your host, Vin Rock, and with me once again from the palatial Paladino Palace in Golden Valley, Minnesota, your friend and mine, Mr. Joey Awajin. How you doing, Joey? I'm doing good, and great to be back once again with Vince Germano, Vin Rock. And as usual, we are brought to you by thesportstuff.com, so uh, check out thesportstuff.com. There's a lot of other shows on there and uh, good content. But the most important question of the day, Joey. Yes. What beer have you uh, busted open for this uh, podcast? Uh, here it comes. It is Ethos. Ethos from Tallgrass. It is an IPA, meaning in India Pale Ale, they call it. Yeah, Tallgrass. We're going to be, let's just say, uh, I'm going to hint this, we're going to be hearing a lot from them. Um, yeah. On a lot of my shows now, yes, yes, <laughs> especially this one. I hope, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely this one being what it is. Hopefully, I'll get a slab uh, sent my way. Yes, yeah, I got absolutely. <laughs> that's a prior. That actually is a priority. So, yeah, yes, that would be that would be more than fair if I did that. Yeah, ethos. It's a little bit bitter, a little more bitter, like than uh, the eight bit pale ale, and extremely well, uh, re- uh, extremely recommended on. Various beer websites, beer advocate, rate beer, blah blah blah. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I, I went to the bar and ordered a. Uh, my particular bar was out of beer, so I. Uh, oh. <laughs> in my fridge, and I went yeah. and got a. I just grabbed myself a five seeds crisp apple cider. Because oh, if, okay. if I'm not drinking beer, I'm drinking apple cider, and uh, it's uh, it's one of your <laughs> it's one of your cheaper ciders. Mm-hmm. It does the job. And, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's very refreshing. So uh, I'll be drinking that during the duration of this podcast. Yeah, I recently had the Reds. That's kind of like the Apple one around here. And then I guess Angry Orchard I haven't gotten around to yet, but someday. So, yeah, it was it, it was decent. I don't mind those at all. Yeah, no, no. Look, mate, it gets me buzzed, so I'm, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, now, yeah. listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, uh, my boys had a decent win uh, this past week. They did. Yes, they did. Uh, Jody, uh, the Black Mamba Meeks. Holy cow, yeah. Dropped, dropped a lazy 42 on the on the Thunder in, uh, in a surprise win, which oh, I can only put it down to, uh, I think, the uh, Thunder just not turning up mentally for that one. Because, mm-hmm. you know, especially being on the road, it's just, oh, we just got to turn up, beat the Lakers. They're all injured. they got no one. Coached mm-hmm. by Crap Tony. Turn up. <laughs> 
turn it up, we'll get it. So, uh, yeah, just one of those days for AKC and uh, one of those days for us, I guess, on the positive side. Yeah, that was fantastic. Six of 11 from the floor for, excuse me, from the uh, beyond the arc anyway. Yeah, I mean, way, way, just just he was the hot hand and the rim was the ocean, as they like to say. Remember when uh, I uh, I messaged you and Marcus and I said, uh, Jody Meeks would be good on the T-Wolves team and you guys poo-pooed that? Oh, uh, did we? No, yeah, oh, yeah, you did. Don't conveniently forget. I oh, know you did. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what you did. You laughed when I mentioned it. And uh, he's had a uh, career. Yep. Yeah, 14 a game, hits the outside shot. Uh, hey, he'd be good on that bench. Yeah, he would look good at the Wolves, wouldn't he? I think yeah. it was more Marcus that was poo pooing it more than me. Nah. I was like, huh? was nah, it me too? Nah, it was both ears. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Ah. Marcus. Ah. <laughs> he's such a laker hater like beyond belief but i suppose yeah yeah i wasn't too high on him either no i'll admit he is really yeah he's having a hell of a year beret or meeks uh meeks meeks (laughs) (laughs) that's a forecaster type of response uh meeks you know you know how he does that oh yeah yeah i I knew the answer i was just being a smart ass but uh (laughs) But mate, uh, yeah, you, you, you wolves. How, how did they go this past week? Fill me in, because uh, oh. <laughs> I haven't kept a huge close eye on the T wolves. Well, I suppose yeah. Since we recorded, was it? Um, I believe it was. Yeah, it was Wednesday here last last week. Yeah, that was after that awful next game. We did talk about that. Had yep. a cute little. Yep, had a cute little win against Detroit. That I predicted. Now this is one thing I. Got to say, because I have no faith in the defense of this club whatsoever. And you notice there's triple digits on every single opponent, every single opponent oh, since I'm, I don't know when. I'm, hmm? I'm, I feel your pain. I'm, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, there's a couple on there. I probably should. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a chance to say it before I say it. But, uh, yeah, lots of triple digits. Uh, we were stymieing Detroit, just stymieing them after we let the Knicks basically – Shoot three-pointers. They basically had the little three-point contest. I, I think the All-Star weekend had uh, been extended into Target Center. So we were starting down Detroit. Oh, what a great offense they are. And then, <laughs> and then it was, uh, they had about 80 points. Detroit had about 80 points with about seven minutes remaining. And then this voice in my head said, you know what? Detroit's going to get 100. And did they? Yeah. They got 100. <laughs> they did. Uh uh, Toronto, yeah, that was a it was a one fourteen one oh one. Sure we won, but it's just like that little surge at the end just made me roll my eyes. Um Toronto one one eleven, one oh four. I kinda gosh, I didn't remember if I picked a win or loss on the other show over there, that T E show, that T E show, but it's uh one eleven to one oh four. Just pounded the crap out of the wolves in that game. Much worse than the score indicated. Not fun. Um, then you follow up with a Bucks game, one twelve to one hundred one, and tonight was the, probably the worst of them all. But again, the theme here is triple digits. It might as well be just the title of the show, triple digits. I think that's a good idea. But and mm-hmm. it's so frustrating because you, if your defense was a lot better, yeah, uh, you guys would probably be fighting out for a playoff spot. Yeah, because the offense is there, believe it or not. Even though it's inconsistent, it is there. Uh, you have one of the top scorers in the league in Kevin Love. You have a sharp shooter that has uh, that didn't look sharp at all tonight, I'll tell you that. 
Um, lots of inconsistency on the guys under love, but still, the capabilities are there to score, but yep. no capabilities to stop anybody. The Milwaukee Bucks got 101 points on the Wolves in that game. They actually had 40 points. The Milwaukee Bucks had 40 points. I believe uh, I believe there was about 10 minutes left in the second quarter. The Bucks in Target Center had already scored 40 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> It's it's bamboozling. Um, yeah. Look, that that brings me to a question, and I'm probably moving down our little uh, little format here, but I'll have to ask it now because it just fits. But you guys, I, I tell you what, that Raptors game, you just keep on losing the teams that we expect uh, you guys to beat. Is it mental? When you play these uh, these sort of teams, not that the Raptors are, are a bad team, they're, they're actually yeah. a lot very very much improved. But yeah, they are. he's not he's not switched on, or what's going on? Just they're soft for one. I, I got to say that. Jeez, you know, it's uh, t- Toronto is fairly physical. That seems to be a huge problem with the Wolves as well. Uh, for one, it's like the three-point shot. Yeah, we got buried by that again. That's that's the Achilles heel right here in this game. I mean, they shot 60% from beyond the arc. Steve Novak, wow, you definitely need some Novocaine after that game. I mean, five or six? My God. All three-point attempts. And, yep, the, he was putting the belt on five times there. <laughs> I believe that's what he does, right? The, yeah. The yep. belt. That's kind of a goofy one. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Lowry. You know, he didn't shoot particularly well, but he still got a triple-double, played his ass off, killed us in every every facet pretty much out there. Um, the theme here, though, ultimately, even though Lowry's field goal percentage doesn't add up to it, is the field goal percentage allowed by the Timberwolves. 50% from the floor, 60% from beyond the arc. or Well, 58, but we'll just give it a 60 to round it up because yes. that's, that's about the gist of things. I, I'd have to say with the Wolves, they give up way too many threes. Yeah, that to me, I mean, it is so frustrating. Like, even today against the Bobcats. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I looked at that and I've gone, Wolves should get this. Yeah, that, that's the thing, though. I mean, they, that, that's the thing. Every time the Wolves, the, the Wolves don't win, they don't play well in Charlotte. Um, that, that's been a theme for a while now, actually. We kind of we kind of suck there for some reason. I actually picked the Wolves to lose this game on the other show there. Uh the shot selection in this game? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's kind of like kindergartners out there. I mean, I was watching this. The shot selection by pretty much everybody loves forcing up threes. Uh, Kevin Martin, I don't know what he's doing, spinning around in the lane and just, oh, let's just put it up. And then it hits the side of the rim about every time. Berea's, well, the exact same story every single night. Uh, <laughs> well, tell oh. me. I'll Tell drink me. to that. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, we won't, we won't be drinking to Bray. Uh, yeah, it's most likely you guys aren't going to go to the playoffs, it's sad to say. So did Deng and Shabazz get more minutes today? Because that's what I'd be expecting. If I'm a Tables fan, that's that's what I'm expecting now is like get game time into these two and let's really see what they've got and, and help help them develop. They did, finally. Um, and it wasn't the most exciting showing, but they did. Uh, b- almost 12 minutes for Gorgie, about 9.5 for Shabazz, who was a minus 18. Yikes. <laughs> but, you know, he played okay in that time, but 
these stretches are like too small for them to really make any type of impact. I I wish it was more like fifteen twenty. Just seems like and they when they're out there they're they're not they're not really given the ball either. They're just kind of there, you know. Yep. That's a huge problem. They're kind of like they treat they basically treat them like they treat uh, Luke Richard Mamute, who's not supposed to be an offensive player. So you don't really expect him to get the ball other than hustle plays. Yep. Um, Shabazz and Gorgie, though Shabazz, he doesn't get the ball much at all. So huge frustration for myself and all of us over here in Mini. Yeah, see, I agree. I, I, I was thinking time to give at least Gorgie 15 minutes and, and Shabazz now about 20. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That's, it's, again, again, we, 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 mm-hmm. flog, we flog a dead horse, uh, mm-hmm. but can't understand it. Yeah, it's weird. It's just, it's just weird. And, again, the shot selection this whole game sucked. It was really poor shot selection. I don't even know how Kevin Martin got 19 points. Uh, Love, really down game tonight. My goodness, six rebounds for Kevin Love? That's kind of (laughs) weird. You know, 7 of 17 from the floor. Yeah, off nights are going to happen, but boy, oh boy, oh boy. He got got beat pretty good by a familiar guy over there. I can't say his name yet, but uh, yeah. Big Al Jefferson? Yeah, (laughs) he really had a nice game. Definitely a player of the game overall. 16 rebounds, too. I was... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I've got a question out of the blue for you. Yeah. Right now, gun to your head, if you had to pick Peck or Al Jefferson, who'd you take? Al. Yeah, I would take Al Jefferson. Um, would, would you have mm-hmm. said that you've, you've always preferred Al over Peck? Yeah, yeah. I I just think he has just – there's just more to Al Jefferson than Pekovic. More consistency, for one. Um, more moves, He's actually a better rebounder, or well, I'll say a more consistent rebounder. Defensively, they're kind of about the same, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, neither one of them really is like a big shot blocker. Al's slightly better, but for me, Al, Al's status in this league is is higher than Pekovic's. That's just my opinion. I know uh, there's probably a lot of people in Timberwolves land over here that like to have that blue Kool Aid with a little green handle on their glass. <laughs> that. Would say Pekovic ten out of ten times. I'm sorry. I've I've always liked Al Jefferson. Honestly, I I just got sick of the baby hook because they both did that. And the other thing, neither one of them is taller than the other. Uh, yeah, I I got to go with Al here. Really, would you? Um, I really like Peck a lot, and I really like Al a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've got to say, I would pro Al probably just sneaks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not like a big big thing. Like you know, like he's five levels better. He's just a little bit, you know. Yeah, he sneaks in by a bee's diaphragm. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know the way I see it. Yep. I'm sorry. I, I I see Al is like a fringe. Like he's just barely into the All Star game, and then Pekovic is just barely out. That's kind of how I see it. Yep. Yep. That's okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yep. Now I set you some. Uh... Yes. Homework last week. I, I, I wanted you to find a. a this is all, uh, of course, uh, if Deng comes on to be, you know, the center we all hope he does. I sent you yes. a. I wanted you to find a Nikola Pekovic trade that would bring something else in other than chopped liver. Well, I, there's. Well, I'll save the quote unquote best one for last. It's kind of one that me and Mr. Forecaster were talking about for a while, but. One that works is, and you're going to notice a common theme here too, Peck and Berea. 
Because <laughs> oh, it's just, I just want to get better and get him out of here to Denver for, I don't know who's going to like this or who isn't, but for Golinari and Mozgov. Like, what? <laughs> Uh-oh, I'm sensing some oh, silence. That's, that's not too bad, because you, yeah. you, you get a guy who spreads the floor and you get a backup center, because this is all yeah. on, on, on the... Uh, in the case that uh, Deng becomes that centre. Yeah. So that's all right. I don't mind that one. I'll give that one like a C plus. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, see the focus here is you bring back a backup centre who's who's okay and then you get a position of need that, uh, you know, a small forward or shooting guard, you know, whatever it is, hopefully he could be your second best player at some point. Golinari can really get it done at times. Well, he is Italian. Yes, he is. Yes, yeah, and I like him. It's just that you know, it's a shame about the ACL, but if and when yeah. healthy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what's your, what's the next one you got there? Uh oh, I'm like I'm like literally constructing one too under the uh, under the table here, but I'll get to the oh. next one first. Yep. <laughs> uh, Peck and Berea and Cunningham to Orlando for a follow. One I don't like too much, but it's kind of like well, it's to make the trade work. Uh, Jameer Nelson. And uh, Max Seal. Like, what? <laughs> okay, what do you want to do with... What would you do with Martin, though, in that... that uh, yeah, that's the one hard part. Uh, <laughs> I, I would I would have him coming off the bench, actually, which I know that could uh, be difficult, but... Well, he's proven that he, he doesn't mind coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, in a way, you know, I guess you've improved the uh, scoring punch off the bench. You've got rid of Barea. As long as Nelson doesn't mind coming off the bench, well, I think in this this stage of his career, I think it would be good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would actually like this trade. You know, yeah, you could have Nelson as that spark plug. I, I think he'd be a better spark plug than Barea, really. And follows a really good shooting guard. Yep. Both yep. sides of the and, ball. Yep. 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 And, and Max Seal is, is just a tough nut who I, I've always liked. So... Yeah, I'll tell you. What, I'm going to give that one a. Uh, I'll give it a B. Nice. Yeah, he's got more energy than Cunningham. So yeah, you know Max Seal. So yeah, I I like that one. You know, here's the one that like the you know this is kind of like forecaster talking, but me agreeing with it is uh, Peck and Berea to the New Orleans Pelicans for yes Eric Gordon and Jason Smith, the, the center. Okay, I, I do I do like uh, Eric Gordon mm-hmm. a lot. But I don't know. Something tells me I would not do that trade. Mm. What did you think of that trade? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I think I'll, I'll give that one a, a D. <laughs> uh, well, for us, it would bring back a elite. Well, I mean, I you know, we thought he's elite. I guess maybe not anymore. <laughs> that might be why it's why I'm. Well, I mean, I made this trade with the hope that he would be an elite uh, shooting guard. We were talking about it like kind of like a year and a half ago. He he has kind of come back to the pack a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, see, right now I'm thinking mm. I'm taking a Flalo over Eric Gordon every time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And partially I was trying to put this together. And Jason Smith is wouldn't we be a really nice backup center here too. That's the one other thing I like about that is you get Jason back. Uh, you ready for the last two? They're, they're, they're just a, like a one-for-one one swap. They're, they're quickies. Yep, go for it. Peck for Igudala. It's like, eh. Yikes. Yeah. You like that? Uh, if you could get it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be too good to be true. And then the other one, are you ready? Are you ready? This is the constructed right on the fly. And it yeah. did work. Yeah. 
Nikola Pekovich for Al Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I I would do that, yeah. Uh, yep. I'm, sure, I'm sure you would. I'm not thinking the uh, Bobcat. That. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, It doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, I I would at least ask about it, but yeah, they yeah. probably wouldn't do it. He's he's just he's more of a complete player, I think, than Peck. Yeah, not that we don't like Peck. Mm-hmm. So I'm, not, I'm not saying that we we love Peck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, love, I think I love him a bit more than you, though. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still like him, but not maybe not quite as much. Yep. Yeah, no, that's that's maybe it's a European thing with me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yep, yep, you and Powell. You really like Mr. Gasol, like you, oh, you adore him, mate. I mm-hmm. love, I love me some Powell. Uh, now, now speaking of Powell, mm-hmm. um, he agreed with Kobe's comments about the Lakers brass. And uh, right. did you see those comments? Did you see the press conference? Uh, how did he say it again? Like I, I remember it, but now it's blanking what he exactly said. Well, I remember what much. the premise was. Yeah, go ahead. In a, in a nutshell, uh, he wants the culture to change. Yeah, uh, he wants Jim and Jeannie Buss's relationship to get better. Um, he's not in the mood, pretty much, for a full rebuild. He wants things done yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing with that is. Uh, I got no problem that he signed that big contract. I think he deserves it. But at the same time, he's earned that much money. Where is Kobe saying, hang on a minute, don't pay me $45 million over the next two years. Let's make it $10 million a year so we can go out and get some decent players after this season because this season's a write-off. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, that, that's Why didn't he say that? And also on the D'Antoni thing, he wants D'Antoni fired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't he the one that signed off on D'Antoni? Like, they, they went to him and said, are you happy with hiring D'Antoni? He's like, yep, I've known Mike for years. He's great. Let's get him in. Yeah, for the longest time, it seemed like there was a relationship between the two because uh, it was uh, Jelly Bean Bryant played with him, right? That yep. being uh, the father of Kobe. Yeah, it was kind of like a family friend type of thing that apparently has drugged the Lakers further down into the into the black hole, at least the last year and a half here now, two years, unfortunately. Now they're ready to, yeah, now he wants to get rid of him. It, it is kind of doublespeak. Yeah, and it, it got me just a little little bit frustrated. But, I mean, mm-hmm. oh, okay, don't get me wrong, but it's like, <laughs> I, I, it's not his fault he signed it. They put it in front of him. I, I, I would have signed it too, I, I guess, because well, the contract, it's, 40, yeah. mm-hmm. it's $40 million. But, at the same time, did he even stop to think once and just say, eh, no, I'm 35, nearly 36. Yeah, I want to get a six ring. Put the money somewhere else. I've got enough money, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, ask- t- oh, I'm sorry. I'm not asking him to play for free, but, you know, like 10 mil a year would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm tired of these aging veterans wanting like 15, 20 million dollars a year. Like Garnett did that just a year and a half ago. It's insulting with like a 6.6 rebound Type of season making, what, what's he making? 15, 16 a year? What the hell? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's something like nuts. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, well, Kobe, it's Kobe. He's done so much. But then, mm-hmm. More yeah. than Garnett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's an inter- interesting. You know, the interesting part for me was the Jim and Jeannie Buss comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've heard in the past that. 
they they don't have the the closest relationship. I think in a perfect world, if Genie could somehow buy Jim out, Ooh, yeah. uh, because the word is Genie is a lot like her father Jerry um, in the way she handles people and handles problems. Jim is just the total opposite. Mm-hmm. But I'm, in saying that, I am not. Uh, I'm willing to give Jim a chance because he's got massive shoes to fill, as I've said in the past. <laughs> and again, as, as I've said in the past, he did have Chris Paul. Yeah, he had, mm-hmm. he had that deal done along with Kupchak, but he had the deal done and David Stern vetoed it because he was the owner of the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. So let's give this guy a chance. And he also traded away Andrew Bynum after coming out and saying that, well, not coming out, but the, the word was, and everyone knew it was true, that he loved Bynum and it was never going to trade him. He's our franchise guy. <sighs> and then he changed his mind on that. So I've got still got a bit of confidence in Jim Bass, as crazy as that would be to some people. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm slightly surprised by it uh, a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, I would kind of want to keep Mr. or, you know, keep the the... How is it? Like, well, what Genie Bus could bring to kind of keep Jerry's plan there, Jerry's model there with the Lakers, because it worked so well for so long. Unfortunately, yeah, things do change at times. I mean, the owner dies. I mean, and then you have to kind of start new with, uh, well, hopefully something similar, but it's never quite the same. Happened with the Twins not too long ago. Actually, the new owner's slightly better, actually, because the old one was so cheap. But... Um, just saying how the, the the culture does change at times. I'm 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 not sure exactly what type of culture he wants to bring, but uh, you're you're probably closer to me or closer to it than I am, of course. So, well, well you know, Kobe Kobe said this 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 is not pretty much between the lines. Jerry Jerry uh, Bus wouldn't accept this. Yeah, he wouldn't accept this losing. This is not what they're about. This is not. This losing culture is not their culture. Yes, you know, even in the 90s, we had a couple of years there where we were average. Yes. Yep. It turned it around quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not just Jerry alone. It was Jerry West and, and all the other guys. But that's – Kobe is, you know, Kobe's just thinking like the old old day Lakers, like Worthy and, and uh, AC Green and all the guys. He, he, yeah. he, uh, like he I think he played with AC for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. teaching him, you know, like this is what the Lakers stand for, not this crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AC was there, one of their championships, I believe, was the very first one. Um, but also, like, what I mean is, uh, Jim Buss's culture. What I'm, I'm not exactly sure what he wants to bring. It seems like just kind of get rid of this guy and kind of keep the Phil Jackson, keep kind of keep the Phil Jackson uh, aura out of there and kind of start start with something else. It seems like that's what he wants to do. Well, Phil, Phil wanted a, uh, a consulting role with the team, mm-hmm. just on a part-time basis, it, even, even like, because very similar to what Jerry West is doing in Golden State. Yeah. Um, where, where Jim and Mitch could have run things past him. What do you think about this, Phil? Phil, give an opinion, take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. And now he's gone to the Knicks, which I think is a yeah. great move. I love the fact that he's gone to the Knicks. That's where mm-hmm. it all started for him. I think it's pretty cool. And... Um, but I'm I'm not sold on Phil being a, a front office guy. Yeah, not, really, I really aren't. Um, hope he is a mm-hmm. good front office guy, but I'm not sold. 
Yeah, it would definitely be good for the league. Like I post on those Facebook pages, uh, courtside and, and others. Yeah, I mean, I think the Knicks being competitive again would be fantastic for this league. Yeah, couldn't agree more. But uh, mm-hmm. apparently, or just just to finish up on, on the uh, the yeah. old Lakers, uh, it seems they're not interested in. Uh, they're not too thrilled with Carmelo Anthony. So I doubt. I doubt they'll be uh, trying to sign him. Yeah, it's the wrong fit, and he's he's already in his thirties too. So it's like if you want to have that youth, you know, to kind of keep the yep. competitiveness going, it, uh, he's not the guy. And of course. Ball hog one or ball hog two, you know. So it's like you got to have only one of those on your team. Yeah, that's right. I mean, look, if Melo was twenty five, I'd be like, "Yep, give him a five six year deal, whatever you want." Mm-hmm. But, uh, yep. No, no. So, all right. With that, we are going to take a break, and uh, we'll be back, boozed up and ready to go very <laughs> soon. shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping and Amazon sees that we referred you and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. Too busy to sit in front of a computer? Simply search for and download Showtime and Timberwolves on iTunes for Apple devices. For Android, find us on the Double Twist app. And for Windows and Blackberry, search for us in the store icon. And now, back to Paladino Joey and Vince Germano. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Showtime and T-Wolves. Follow us on Twitter at Showtime T-Wolves and at Finrock44. Don't forget to call into our phone lines at 209-736-7877. That's 209-736-7877. Now back to Paladino and Vinrock. Alrighty, we are boozed up, back and ready to, Joey, one of my favorite segments of this uh, podcast. Yes, sir. Our, our retro player, well, retro Lakers and Timberwolves player of the week. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first with your retro? I can. Yes, I can. It. Well, I always like to keep things relative to what is going on, at least in the current week, or be it who the Wolves have played lately, who's how a certain player is playing on the Wolves, or something going on in the league. But, uh, well, you can kind of maybe guess what the theme might be this week. It is Al Jefferson. Ooh. Yeah, he is a retro wolf. Not that long ago or anything. Uh, he's, we, still hmm? he's still retro. That's all right. Yeah, very much so. Um, I liked him in Boston because I the Celtics were my second favorite team before Garnett got there, unlike most Timberwolves fans out there that wear their Garnett green jerseys. Ugh. But anyhow, <laughs> I, I was liking his development. It's like, hey, he's starting to get kind of good. And then all of a sudden, there's these rumors about Garnett getting traded. And then it's like to the Lakers for Bynum and stuff like that. It's like, eh, it's kind of okay. And then it's the Celtics for Al Jefferson and pieces. And it's like, Al Jefferson, you know, he might develop into something really nice. And, of course, we got him from the Celtics. 
Very productive player, 21 points a game, 11 rebounds. Then the next year, 23 points a game. Yet he still didn't get uh, chosen for the All-Star team, which was really a drag. And then he tours ACL. Ugh. Heartbreaker. He was having a really good season when he did the ACL. Yeah, that was that was his 23 points a game. Just really, like, he wasn't doing that baby hook crap until the next year. <laughs> And the guy yeah. had so many post moves when he first his first couple of years here. It was like, oh my god, he had more post moves than Garnett did. I'll tell you that. Um, defense wasn't at Garnett's level. That's obviously admitted, but still yeah. a very solid player. Nice rebounder. Came back the next year. Numbers significantly down, but again, that's an ACL recovery year. And the next thing you know, well, traded to Utah for uh, not too much. <laughs> Uh, another one of Khan's uh, master strikes. Yeah, it, it was pretty much a trade exception. It's like, wow, Ugh, a trade yeah, exception. That's, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's Khan uh, for you, and that's mm-hmm. why he's being fired. Yeah. Uh, I like that pick because uh, uh, if you're not a fan of Al Jefferson, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like him. He'd look, he'd look, he'd look good in uh, purple and yellow, don't you think? Yeah, you never know, I suppose. But then again, I guess he's inked for, was it three more years, right? Something yeah, like that. He's got a good deal there. He's got a good deal at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. All right. My uh, my retro Laker uh, is uh, a point guard who took over from Magic Johnson after Magic had to retire because he uh, contracted HIV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is uh, Sedell Threat. Cool. Cool. Uh, loved Sedell. And... <laughs> Coincidentally, he's living here in Australia right now. Really? Yeah, he runs uh, some kind of basketball academy here. Uh, but he came to the Lakers at the age of 30, and uh, a lot of guys was, were thinking he might have been you know, just starting to slip, but he was actually hitting his prime, and he averaged 15 a game playing 82 games and nice. <laughs> was just a godsend after losing Magic. He ran the team really well. We made the playoffs, and he ended up playing... Four, year, four or five years at the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Um, numbers dropped every year from, from there. He had two years of 15, but after that they started dropping. But just love the way he went about it, Sadell 3. He he, um, he just played so hard and, and was a great team guy. And you just couldn't help but love love the way he went about it. And uh, if anyone out there has got a Sadell 3 Lakers jersey, hit me up because I've been looking for one for years. That would be really cool. It brings back so many memories. You know, NBA showdown, uh, Bulls versus Blazers, you know, the Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis <laughs> era. It's, yeah. I, I always, when I was the Seattle, because I used to love the Sonics back then, yep. I for some reason didn't like Peyton on that game, and I always traded for Sedale Threat. So it's like, that just brought back a really fun memory <laughs> for me. He was yeah, really was, fun. Mm-hmm. He was. He he just came in and did the job when we, we needed someone to do it and and good veteran hand at the point guard spot after losing magic was just what we needed. Yeah. Nice player. Always, always a fan of his. And I think he was like, um, the sixth, sixth pick in sixth round back that those days I had 400 rounds. It seemed it was like yeah, a sixth weird. Pick. Yeah. It's like a hockey draft. You know, it goes like the six, seven round. Like what the <laughs> hell? And if like, had... maybe, maybe one guy makes it, but yeah, go ahead. If they had six or seven rounds, me and you might get drafted still. You know? Yes. Oh, God. I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that. 
Uh, well, <laughs> let's uh, let's move on to our bar fight. Who's, who's your bar fight for this week? It's kind of a toughie. Uh, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with I guess kind of a mild one this time, but it's going to be a guy who is mild. He's just kind of a softy out there. I'll go with Kevin Martin. <laughs> Shot selection really poor, um, especially tonight. It just he just bugged me tonight. Just seemed like like he was off the whole time and kept yet. Yet, you know, he was off. He kept forcing up stuff. It was lousy to watch. Um, that's pretty much what I'd like to do. I'd like to smash a, smash a bottle on his head for how he played, at least tonight, without a doubt. And pretty much the whole week, his size, size selection, field goal percentage, pretty, pretty low. Yeah, look, um, you're starting to worry me with your uh, Kevin Martin. Um, just a bit of Just a bit of Kevin Martin angst <laughs> that you've got. Yeah, I keep trading him and, and sitting him down, don't I? I you know, I didn't even realize it until you said that. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I am kind of being hard on him. Uh, because you were very excited when you, you guys picked him up. Yeah, and he, he when he plays well, he's really good, like really good. But it's let's just call this like a weekly thing. This week he's just kind of gotten on my nerves for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Next next week he'll be like the, the, the lone wolf or something. Watch. Yeah. Just watch yeah. it happen. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, you've probably seen the Grantland uh, little episodes on Steve Nash. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and you've probably heard of the fans saying that he should retire and and Steve Nash coming out and saying, I'm not going to retire, I want the money. Mm-hmm. And he was dead serious and he's copping flack over that. I would like to just line up the people who are giving him flack over being honest and upfront about wanting the money um, and just crack them over the head each with a bottle mm-hmm. and then uh, just <laughs> elbow drop off the, off the bar, Macho Man Randy Savage style, and, <laughs> and just, just, <laughs> just let them go on their way. I mean, he's just being honest. And I'm telling you now, like, like Steve Nash said, he'd like to see them leave $9 million on the table. Yeah, it would be like, good luck with that, right? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know... Hey. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, what's really funny is, well, you know, way, 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 way back in 97 when Shaq signed his gigantic contract with the Lakers, what did he say? They asked him, so did you go to L.A. to try to win a championship or for the money? And he said, for the money. <laughs> I still remember that. I still remember it. Oh, was- I don't remember. I don't remember that, Joey. <laughs> I know. I'm kind of goofy. I have a weird memory. I know. But all I remember is championships. I don't know about you, but oh, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't <laughs> mad at him for it. I was like, you know, he's actually kind of he's actually pretty honest. That was kind of cool. <laughs> Cause I know a lot of people would be afraid to say that. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah. And the way he just kind of casually said it, I'm like, you know, Shaq is one of the most honest guys ever. So yeah, I mean, you didn't really hear much too much flack about that from what I remember. And I can't get too mad at uh, Nash either. No, and look, the th- thing is, I, I, I've got no problem with him shutting down this season and trying to come back, even though he turns no. 41 next season. Uh, this year, he's shown that when his body is right, even though it was only for five minutes, <laughs> he still produced. He still was dropping, like against Philly, he dropped 19 and 7 and looked good. He was awesome. He's, mm-hmm. he's still got the shot. Okay, he may have slowed down a fraction, but he's still got decent pace. And all he has to do is pick. He picks his spots now when he drives to the basket, but he's still creative. Mm-hmm. I think people just need to chill out a bit, you know. 
Yeah, I hear you. And, yeah, he was really good when healthy. And if he could, you know, fingers crossed, all that good stuff, actually come back healthy, who knows? Who knows after this summer who and what they're going to get. So... Well, Steve Nash, we're, we're rooting for you, guy, as they say in the States. Mm-hmm. We are rooting for you, guy. <laughs> means, uh, means something different over here. But anyway, I'll get into that off air. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, and, and with that, I think we better end the show on that note. Uh, uh, probably safe to say. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can find us at thesportstuff.com. Check it out, guys. Uh I'm on, you can find me on Twitter, I'm at V-I-N-R-O-K-44, and of course you can find this show on Twitter, at Showtime T-Wolves, is that right, Joey? That is correct, yeah. That is correct mundo, as Fonzie would say. Uh, <laughs> I love Fonzie. Joey, thanks for joining me again. Absolutely. Always, always the best, you're, you're the best, buddy. <laughs> I know. And, uh, <laughs> and there's only one thing left to say. Go Lakers. Go Timberwolves.